Due to some violent content, parental discretion is advised. up your podcast shoes hello everyone welcome to episode 133 of the idle matinee podcast we're back again. everybody's back again are we going backstreet boys no i'm no, backstreet yeah. boys no, so no. let's just do our intros my name is ben bonsoir je m'appelle gregoire good evening everybody my name's greg my dog stood on a bee it's me johnny Hey. I mean, I say good evening, it's just because it's, it's evening here. It may not be evening where you are. You may be on the tube, you may be on the normal train, you may be at work, just blagging it, having a sneaky listen, you know. In the bath. In the bath, or whatever. A lot of bath listeners. Having a laugh Laugh. in the bath. So let's just say hello to each other. Hello. Uh, hello to the listener. I'm not saying hello to you guys. I mean, we didn't actually say hello, because we didn't say hello. I didn't actually say, you walked in, you I didn't say, yeah. actually say hello. I just take you guys for granted. Greg, hello, Greg guys. doesn't like saying, pretending we haven't said hello to each other before in our lives. And let's just describe what this podcast is about for anyone that's just tuned oh, in and never God. listened to it before. Greg, you're best at that. We chat about our lives and all that stuff, and then we go to our crazy list where we do our silly improvs, silly songs, <laughs> 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 uh, like hypotheticals, you know, mm-hmm. would you, what would you do if blah, 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 you know. All that. If you lost a leg. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah and all that crap. Crap, I mean, yeah, because we had an email in from, uh, what was it called, uh, Icon72-1947, and they said, I I love the, what you do, the format is um, Juan and Barry handling uh, Greg. I mean, yeah, you could put it that way, yeah, kind of. I wouldn't mind talking about some stuff we've watched this week, but before we do, I think we, do, we can't go any further uh, before mentioning a very sad event that happened this week and i think if i sing these words to you you may know what i'm talking about if you've been watching the news you may not have caught this uh i, I could, could be so good for you i wanna help you how do i know you're gonna sing help that you like you want it's almost like i know your ghoulish personality it's like you're too ghoul for school <laughs> nice. so we lost one of the another one of the greats this week uh sadly dennis waterman but well it may not have been this week when you're listening to it maybe last week but he still needs a mention a couple of weeks ago, uh, sadly dennis waterman passed away born on 24th of february 19 48 I'd rather hear this from yourself like because if you cared then you'd know all this stuff yeah, yourself well. and we've already we've already said everything that needs to be said about Dennis Waterman before yeah. on a Minder episode I'm thinking that he maybe he's a massive fan of this of this podcast and thought oh yeah I want to be shown the reverence that they show all the people that die on their show like oh do, I, I, was, I, get, I was sad I was sad when I heard he passed I actually <laughs> like I actually like Minder really a lot I think he's yeah he listened to us like oh I want to get the June Brown treatment I want to I want them to show me the same. Oh, we're not doing well, that. The thing we? is, we didn't actually want to. I did, was, we weren't taking the piss out of June Brown. I, I, she's a, a lovely. Oh, he's gone off on a tangent. Soul. He's going on a tangent and, um, now. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, yeah, but this, this is what happens when you bring up dead people that you don't you know. Give me a bit of respect so I can speak about Dennis Waterman for a moment, please. Get a bit of respect. Put your phone down. Do it from your heart. Uh, I am. Waterman's acting career spans 60 years, starting with his childhood roles in film and theatre and adult roles in film, television, and West End theatre. He was known for, for the range of roles he played, including drama, up the junction but most Horror. notably Ginger Hardman Terry Scars in the TV Dracula, series Minder. Adventure Colditz Comedy Fair Exchange Comedy Drama Minder that's the one you were mentioning I've never seen it Musical Windy City <laughs> and Sport World Cup A Captain's Tale On the Up oh no how many films do you think? No, not he, on the up. No, no, that was his sitcom. No, on no, no. the up. Yeah, it was on the up. up. Yeah, 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 and he sung the theme tune. How many? Uh, he appeared in. Tw- uh, how many films do you think he appeared in? 
Um, oh, 40? 29. Oh, so not far And do you remember off. his little Britain caricature? I gave him a game, but yeah. Um, that little Britain sketch? Well, obviously, yeah, I've seen, yeah, that, yeah. Hilarious, that was, yeah. was good, wasn't I mean, it? I mean, that was kind of funny at the time, wasn't it? Well, I mean, so people give Little Britain a hard time for being all racist and everything now, and it is, it is. But uh, was that Little Britain? Yeah, yeah. David, oh, like, David Weller and Sam Wan. Yeah, was quite funny. They, they were quite funny when they tune. did. Yeah, that was funny. They, but they were quite funny when they did those uh, pop stars. When they did uh, the pretend pop stars. Yeah, that, yeah, was, that was, was funny. Yeah, that was good. Different world. Waterman died in hospital in Spain. There's one for you, Johnny, in Spain Thanks. on the eighth of May, 2022, aged 74, after a two-year battle with lung cancer. But he actually lived. He actually lived when he wasn't in Spain as an expat. He actually lived in a village in Buckinghamshire. So I'm thinking statue. Uh, I think he did, and I'll tell you where it was because I, I think I used to drive past. Because was that when he was with Rula Lenska? Because he was married to her for a long time, and I think he used to drive past that house. It was on the way to Penn Beaconsfield, I think. Rula Lenska, I think. So yeah, later on we may have. Um, a little, a little bit more about Dennis Waterman. No, we won't. But we'll save that as a <laughs> little treat for later on. Uh, so anyway, what has everyone been watching God, this week? Anything good? Rest in peace, Dennis. Rest in peace. Well, yeah. I, saw, I saw an interesting you thing. You can say that to him yourself later forget on. This, forget this ghoul. Maybe say it to him yourself later on. You what? Yeah, you, you heard. Him? Say it to him. Your, to say that to him, your, I don't know what I'm even fucking saying. can't say. fucking talk, I man. saw, uh, I'll probably, I won't do it as a quiz. The headline was, uh, top, uh, most dangerous jobs to in do England. one leg. Uh, what was it called? He's having a stroke. Yeah, a little man. stroke. Oh, there it is. Uh, most dangerous jobs in England uh, from paramedic to painter. Oh, you're going to notice one to thirty-two. Which one? Which way do you think it was around? What do you mean? Is which, which one's dangerous? The most dangerous dangerous jobs? jobs in England from one. There are thirty-two most dangerous jobs. And what's number one? And what's number thirty-two? Paramedic. Is that number one? Thirty-two is painter. Depends yeah. what, right. what, whether you're in danger of getting arrested for being a peeping tom or whatever, then painter oh. probably. So it's police officer, paramedic, and fire. What's the, what's the, you no, got the top ten there? Number one. Yeah. Most P's. dangerous jobs in the UK, and how much do they pay? Do they have to begin with a P? You'd think so, but they don't. All right, number one. All right, I'll tell you number one, and you guess how much they get paid. Pickpocket. The average e-handler. That is quite dangerous, but I don't think that's. I don't think they. Uh, that's officially a uh-huh. job. Number one, pig rustler. How much average pay per year? Twenty-seven. Ooh, higher. Sorry, what? So paramedic uh, average pay. Oh, what grams in grams? No grams. <laughs> yeah, of course, grams. No hundred. Much. Yeah. Hundred pound a year. Okay, okay, okay. So you're, you're saying twenty-seven grand a year. Yeah, yeah it's higher. Okay, I'm saying. 35 close 32 <sighs> now so, so we're getting lower second, yeah, second most dangerous just. is firefighter that's it's quite higher than that oh no it doesn't go, oh no it doesn't go down in value like firefighter was the average is 28,000 because the third one is oil platform worker and they get 40 grand a year that's what? not bad. That's, well, all rig workers are meant to get fucking loads of money. Like, loads of money. Yeah, and that's, they, yeah, and they, that's, that's what the draw was. It's like, oh yeah, go and work on oil rig. That's the average, you I'm saying. The average is 40 grand, but they fly out. They work there for three months. They don't have to spend a penny while they're there. They don't argue with anyone. Well, they obviously have a piss. They get all free food. And then they come back on a helicopter and have a massive fight when they what? land at home. Why do they have a massive fight? What are you talking about? Because people that fall out on oil rigs, there's the old cliche that they you never have a fight on the oil rig, so then you fly back home for your break, and as soon as they get off the helicopter, they have a punch-up. So I'll just read them out now. Deckhand, number number four deckhand, 21,000. Nurse, apparently 28,000. So why are we clapping for them? They're making loads. Uh, six, prison officer, 26. Uh, seven, roofer, 26. Eight, taxi driver. 
obviously dangerous because you're Robert De Niro. And then nine farmer, thirty five thousand. Then ten doorstaff. Oh, and number bad. one, podcaster. Dangerous yeah. because you'll get shot for what you say. The Russians will take you down or whatever. Talking of uh, podcasters, you, I, I read something that really depressed me the other morning. I was reading about. Who was it, Greg? Chris and Rose Ramsey's podcast, 100 million downloads. Uh, shag, marry, annoyed. Don't, I'll tell you what, though, because I, 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 I want to fucking hate this thing. I mean, you're like, ready to pounce like cats. Because we, we, we went ready to I watch it. I haven't even heard it. Pounce like cats. We're ready to watch it. Let me say something quick. Yeah, yeah. We watched a couple of podcasts years ago. We like watching stuff that we think we that grinds us up the wrong way Grind? and it was Ian Sterling probably not the best choice of words Wines. but it was Ian Sterling wasn't it before with his, it, yeah. it's like a nails going down a yeah, blackboard yeah, yeah. so you have to watch it more with curiosity and we're such haters because we, we we're, think, hate, we're yeah. hypercritical yeah. we're but hypercritical we think, we think that we tick a box that these guys don't and we think we've but got we our don't. place we know we don't well, no, but we, I think we do in the podcast world I do, I do think that we should we'll find our feet eventually give it a few years whatever but we think there's certain people that are out there that are maybe a bit too popular and have a little bit too much. Let's bring them down a peg or two. Yeah, I don't know. Not fame or, or no, yeah, fame, well, no, I guess good, fa- no fame, but money. But I mean, most importantly, to. money work. Good than on they them. Should do. Good I mean, on yeah, I don't. Yeah, maybe that's hateful. But I'm just saying their work's not good enough. If something's good, I'm like fair play to them. Well done. Well done making that show. Excellent job. But with Ian Sterling, it wasn't very well. But yeah, we Greg, didn't like his show. We we're fans of show business and and the business of show. And let's just say we're in it. We've got our toe in the water and. If we were one of the dancers in Showgirls and we were rushing down the stairs and their podcast was in front of us, who's to say we wouldn't uh, trip them up and kick them down the stairs and become the lead tit dancer? I don't know what the fuck Johnny's talking about, but yeah, man. Let me just uh, read Uh, out. I think he's trying to agree with me. So a little bit about Shag Married and Annoyed, this other, this comedy podcast. So the re... uh, Go on, what are you going to say again? I I just want to say, before you say about what it's about, so this show's not on yet, it's being advertised. As we speak, it's Wednesday the 11th of May. We'll be talking about it next week. Yes, because it's starting, it's airing this Monday, but I've been, we've been chomping at the bit to hate this thing. Oh, is it not on already? I want to explain, I'm going to let you read out the, the, the description. But it's I not think you're mistaken. Out. I think it's on already. That's why it's no, quite, no, it's not. It's, not. it's, 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 not? it's on this Monday, and it's good. Oh, we tried to watch it yesterday. This is how oh much my we god! This is how I apologise. I get down on my. I'm sorry. This is how much we want to hate it. Yeah, <coughs> yeah, yeah I thought, thought it was already popular. No, yeah, no, it's not. Sorry, I apologise. We were hoping it was. So yesterday, I was like, "It's out, Barry." I think it's on iPlayer, and then he was like, "It's not. It's not." He's checking his phone, going, "It's not." We're there. It's quite. Like I just. It's did. quite funny how much we're wanting to watch this show. But anyway, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna watch it. Um, right, so the reason this came up was because I was reading the Observer, I think it was the Observer magazine the other morning, and in that it had an interview with him, and I'd never heard of this um, Shag Marry, was it called Mar- Shag, Shag Marry podcast, yeah. but it's one of those things like you know the Joe Wicks thing in lockdown, it sort of became absolutely huge, and he's a stand-up so comedian. he's already on then. No, no, sorry, mate. Podcast. Sorry if we're confusing you because I don't want yeah, to confuse the fans podcast. Let they're... me talk sec, just yeah. one sec. Yeah. It's a podcast, guys. No, no, but and the they've thing got we're... a series on the BBC oh, coming out. Oh, I see. Right, right, sorry. So Chris and Rose Ramsey have turned the ups and downs of domestic bliss into one of the country's most loved weekly podcasts. Country. With more than 100 million listeners, they are now taking their own brand of self-deprecating humour to the BBC, and no one is more surprised than them. Chris and Rosie Ramsey are laughing and making me laugh as they tell a story about the other night. At one point, this guy got. At one point, this guy got up, says Chris, and his beef with his girlfriend is about her toenail. He says she keeps trying to make me cut her massive toenail. So we're like, let's see it then. 
and she got up on stage and came to the sofa with the guests. She's absolutely stunning, says Rosie. Stunning lass, gorgeous, agrees Chris. And was her little toe on her and so was a little toe on her right foot, thicker than it was wide. So that's the kind of stuff they do. Then it says here, if you listen to this little one, probably just one last bit out to you. No, no, carry on. No, I'm, uh, I'm do you know the Ramses? If you listen to their weekly podcast, Shag Married Annoyed. You may well feel, as I do, as though they're your long-term friends. <laughs> if you haven't heard it, let me sell it to you. Yeah. It's an hour of them chatting to each other, a bit like us. Yes, there are regular items such as lu- lucrative sponsor opportunity, an excuse for them to bitch about lucrative sponsor sell, opportunity. Sell it to us like a lift opportunity. No, the whole bit again. Well, I'm that. not going to go through the whole lot again. No, 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 no the whole lot. It's just like you read stuff at Garb, you It's an hour of them yeah, chatting that's to what each other. Like. Well, if you don't talk over me, you'll hear it. We will. Okay, sorry. It's an hour of them chatting to each other. Yes, there are regular items such as lucrative sponsor opportunities. There you go. That's the bit I wanted you to read out that's properly. That's exactly what I said a minute ago. That is hard, that no, is hard to read out, though, off yeah. a phone. An excuse for them to bitch about something that's irritating, such as people who comment on how much luggage you have with you when you're on holiday. Right, should we improv off that? Wait a who hold their dogs up for you to talk to when you're FaceTiming. More importantly, there's the what's your beef section where they both bring up something that has annoyed them about the other. Plus, readers' emails, which provide loads of fun. The very first episode featured a woman writing in about treating her husband to his first foursome next Wednesday. Really, though, SMA is just an hour of darkness and the Rams is being silly and making each other laugh. So let's just see if that transfers to the television. But I do want to... I know I keep going on, but I've got one more before you two talk. I just want to say this. It's most repellent... This show's most repellent to someone like me who's a single man and hasn't really been... Hasn't been in a relationship for a long time. I'm not... I'm not against couples. Like my mum and dad are a couple. Like, but that's probably pretty much the only relationship I've ever like really that I've, yeah, that I've, like that I actually believe in. Really, I mean, if I'm honest, because mm. I've not. But that's by the by. I, I know it can happen, but it's just funny that I, this way that because uh, immediately they're alienating everyone that's single. Like because you're not in a couple. This show is for couples. Um, couples like they get to sit down and go, "Oh, we're like that, aren't we?" Because a lot, of, a lot of time, what happens with couples is they, they lose, they sort of, they become half a person. They go like, "Oh, I'm gonna join with this person," and they forget about some of the shit, stuff they're shit at. They sort of just hide themselves under a shield in this couple. It's like, and they don't really develop their personalities. They just become this couple, and they're shit. They just become shit Preach. people. It's like on um, fucking Come Dine with Me, for instance. Like, because uh, they get the most deplorable, the shittest people. I, I, I think just to wind me up, I'm like, well, these are shit human beings. I'm like, God, look at all these shit human beings they put together. Pretty shit, yeah. But fucking couples come dine with me. I'm like, oh, they're doubling them up now. It's like, all right, so what they've done now is a shit person, and then they've halved that person, put them with another shit person, but made them like four times as shit. Uh, and, and and then then they pump, and then they think for some reason they're like, oh, these, this person completes me. I, I, if they see me with my misses as well, they're gonna think, oh wow, this guy's made. They don't ever like, stop to think that maybe they're actually a shitter person with their misses. They've they've been they've diluted both their personalities down to this homogenous fucking blob of shit instead of actually like having anything about them. A shit bin bag full of shit. <laughs> she's not just my wife; she's my best friend. <laughs> and a bin bag full of shit. No, I can, I can, I hear what you're saying, but I think what what were you going to say after the read out? Uh, I was going to read another bit. I mean, of this. I don't really have an opinion on it. If I'm honest, uh, I don't really have anything. See what to say. you think of this bit. Rosie was an outgoing child, a show off, 
See, I just want to say one thing. This is the kind of stuff I read in the morning and it like annoys me so much, makes me want to vomit. So I have to share it with everybody else just to see if everyone else is as wound up as I am. Is that what they wrote? Well, this is oh, not that. Sorry, this is me reading that. But I'll oh, read this bit. This is one of the things that I had to look at as well. Rosie was an outgoing child, a show off, convinced she was going to be an actor or a pop star. I don't even know if I was any good. I just loved the spotlight. No. She auditioned for London drama schools, but her parents couldn't afford to send her there. Had she to wait for until her husband got famous and she could go sneak away to a fucking podcast. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. So you reckon Come Diamond is bad, do you <laughs> She did open auditions for the West End, but got nothing. Chris, didn't you get into the final five for something for a Lord of the Rings musical? Rosie, I did for the Hobbit part. This makes Chris howl. He makes a note of this in his phone. They often do this to remind them to talk about something in their podcast. She's sure. One of them will do something silly and notice the other subtly or not so subtly jotting it down for later broadcast use. And then it carries on about where they grew up. But that's sort of stuff we do as well. I suppose most people do that. But the difference is uh, they did six podcasts in lockdown thinking, oh, we'll just do it. It'll be throwaway. And then it went fucking through yeah. the roof, mate. And we did, we've done thousands. It went through the roof because they yeah. had sponsorship back yeah. in and promotional exactly. uh, money from BBC3. After slagging them off, well, sort of slagging them off before they've even started. This, is, this sounds unfair. Give them a watch chance. It first. Give them a chance. Exactly. We, we may watch it because I'm thinking... Surely it can't be as shit as it looked like or as insipid as it looks. The, the, the trailer made it look can't really, be. really I haven't, fucking I haven't horrible. seen it. I, re- I looked at the picture you sent me and I recognised the comedian. Yeah. Don't hate him. I don't, don't particularly thing, like I don't, him. I don't actually hate hate him but I'm just like ah he's a bit I'm, yeah. I'm thinking this is a bit too much he's now he's going over the boundary now where he was sort of like skating on the grey area where I'm like ah oh, he's alright yeah he hasn't done any hot but then as soon as I saw that ad thing now he's misses, successful I'm like oh, oh you've gone too far now mate prick. I personally hope it really doesn't work like Davina McCall's chat show and just celebrity couples podcast, who wants to know about the vacuous bullshit about celebrity couples like like, like GB News or, or Talk, Talk TV, TV. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other thing one other thing about it was so I thought well let's watch some of Chris Ramsey's stand up because I wanted to see some of that and he does stories about his kids or kids going on a day or something about kids he's been kids. doing it a long time he's a confident stand up yeah, he's, he's quite years polished years. he's quite good at doing it but he's not but he's not it's fucking, not for me he's not Richard Pryor is he there, no, there is a series of English middle class white honk comedians that are just alright there's yeah. some that are good it's like a Jordan, there's a load, John Richardson. Like. There's a load that you could miss. You you wouldn't be able to describe in a game of guess who. There's load. There's loads yeah. of them from the last twenty years that. So I was, when I say he's a Geordie John Richardson, I mean his humour's obviously not like his, but he's a similar standard. Do you know what I mean? It's like oh yeah. No, but there's always the new young one coming through that's clean cut, not too aggressively handsome, not ugly, and then they just do quite clean cut stuff on and again, BBC. Sorry, the, the comparison with John Richardson because again he's he's doing all this shit with his wife as well, so that is a good comparison to make because this does seem to be his thing now. It's like oh well, let's get my wife because she's always been there. She's sort of got a toe yeah, in the, the game. John Richardson one's fun, yeah. I find them she's amusing. actually a comedian as well though, isn't yeah. she? Yeah, but she's oh, yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, so, yeah, I mean, and that I, I mean, the from hell, could get from Hull, but I think, um, <laughs> oh no, from Hull, like uh, a bat out of Hull, Hull raises, no, Hull raises, it's called. Yeah, I haven't actually watched it, but I think that looks all right. I think she's, I don't, I don't mind. She's them so funny, much. but it's going to get too much. Like um, Rang- oh, Ranganathan, Ranganathan's on too much stuff. My brother thinks he's like a secret, like. Uh, 
Tory or something for some reason I don't know my brother really hates John Richardson that's good I'm glad I like it when people hate people and you don't <laughs> yeah yeah and then I'm you're not, like well I'm not well, bothered you, think, you secretly know they're like oh, oh yeah what's your beef for them? Yeah. I'm glad you really hate him because that <laughs> yeah. must really grind you it's like when I watched I was just going to say when I watched him doing the stand up and he's in like a mat, this is not John Richardson this is um, Ramsey yeah. and like, just like Sterling and all the others massive auditorium fucking like Wembley Stadium and everyone's fucking lapping it up like <laughs> loving it and you think I was like that is what's wrong with this country that is exactly that's why we that's why we left well, the EU we, we were from the <laughs> yeah that's why but we were from the era exactly. we were from the era when like stand up comedy became stadium fodder do you know what I mean because previous to that it, it was never that and it became that and then it was almost like they've been looking for like the new Muhammad Ali or mm. the new Gypsy King or whatever the new per- the new people to make stadiums for I didn't realise it would be them yeah there's the Apollo's like yeah. <clears throat> the Apollo's been uh, that's in our life like in our lifetime isn't it like, so that, that no but it was like it was like the Millennium no, Dome I mean, I mean had the, the you know like massive stadiums I mean the Apollo's been around for ages but how is it you know like live at the Apollo that's only been going on like since the 90s or something is it or was it was that only I don't know when, how long has that been going yeah, on the that's the only way Apollo. we can find out <laughs> yeah but that's it may well be that's not a stadium like Wembley is it it's like uh, Skinner, and Be- Skinner and Badil and all those people did actual fucking yeah, Wembley, Wembley Stadium yeah have you ever been back and watched um, Badil and Skinner at Wembley now no because it's got at the beginning it's got Sean Locke he does the yeah. warm. he's the warm up guy Sean Locke and he's funny because he does loads of weird stuff but when you see their act at Wembley it just do- it, it doesn't it worked at the time obviously because that Sean was Locke the zeitgeist but no it's, it's too difficult the way they do it because oh, they're in the middle of if anyone get a chance on YouTube have a quick look at it because they're in the middle of the stadium aren't they they're in the middle and they're doing all their that's you that is oh, no, wait, 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 you say uh, what Badil and, you said no you mean the Mary Whitehouse experience was it or was it just Newman and Badil I'm not sure if I thought you said Badil yeah. and Skinner no, no Skinner and Badil, Badil I said oh, right, they yeah. did a stadium thing as well yeah, oh, right, they sorry, did. Yeah, but sorry, Newman and Badil when they did in the 90s they were the first comedians to ever sell out Wembley Stadium but it, but it's very odd to watch because it was like... Was that lot, in the 2000s or something? No, that was the 90s. That was, so was like early, okay. mid-90s. But a lot of acts, like when cool they become Britannia. really big, uh, Little Britain did it, The Fast Show did it, they did it. When you go and see their big stadium shows, they don't really need to do anything. They just need to do their so catchphrases. You're talking about back in the day when it was just Wembley, not Millennium Dome and all that shit. Well, so while, while when was Wembley Badil, built, the when new Newman one? Newman and Badil were still about. All of them, all so, anything, yeah, yeah. That's, what, that's, that's what I mean about the size, the size of a stadium doing stand-up comedy. I was imagining... Doing, yeah, what, doing it in space. No, but in the Millennium Dome, don't they have a similar thing where they're sort of in the middle and it's sort of every, no, everyone uh, around? You might, <laughs> mate. Do you dream that? I don't know. Dream. Either, so. One of our favourite comedians who we think needs a little bit of props that we discovered recently is Roy J, the spook guy. <laughs> so, there's this guy if you, you go on YouTube and type Roy J spook or slither I'm going to uh, do, do an impression of him in a minute he was a British stand he died in 2007 so 1948 to 2007 he was a British stand up comedian dubbed the spook spook slither hither man he performed with musical accompaniment wearing a convict's uniform telling jokes interspersed with his spooks and slither hither catchphrases jokes Jay made high profile television appearances in the 80s on Little and Large Bob Monkhouse laughter show um, and like yeah, he had a basically. He was born in Norway. Had a bit of a career. So, Greg, while I look up a little video just to play what he sounds like, go on. You do your impression. Okay, of him. okay. So he, he does this. There's a thing. I'm, I think there's a few nor- uh, northern comedians have heard do it. They sort of talk in this faux American accent where they go, "Okay, all right, guys, how's it going? It's me. I'm from America, but you can tell I'm actually northern. And anyway, I'm doing this now. Ooh, I'm mugging. Do 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 do. Slither. 
You'll be doing it tomorrow. Anyway, as I say, I'm a f- I'm from America. Sounds like I'm an Shall American guy. But actually, I'm from the north. Slither. Let's see how close it is You'll to the real guy. You'll be doing guy. it tomorrow. Greg, sorry. You'll be doing it tomorrow. <laughs> You'll be doing it tomorrow. He's fucking annoyed. I would say you're not playing. I would say there are certain parts of England where you can hear... Arrive on the scene with a style that's all his own. And I'd like you to share that rare pleasure with me now. Here's... Roy J. Hey. Hi, weirdos. <laughs> I used to be a schizophrenic, but we're both okay now. <laughs> wow, this place is weird, huh? Slither. <laughs> I met a guy outside tonight. Slither. <laughs> On his way to the Olympic Games. I said, are you a pole vaulter? He said, no, German, but how did you know my name? (laughs) I boogied on down to the disco. Boogie. You'll all be doing it tomorrow. (laughs) Met my brother Spike. Spike spoke. Well, we'll leave it there because you've had a spook, you've had a spike, you've had a disco, and basically he's just like wobbling around on the you stage. Can't, you don't get how annoying he is unless you look at him. He's in a Schweppes advert as well yeah. back in the 80s. Yeah, he's really annoying. But uh, I was working on side back in the day, and someone lo- used a large piece of machinery to pick up one of my friends and move him from one part of site to the other. And I said, Did you crane Ian? Spook. Hey, you know what we're doing it next week. In later oh. years, Jay performed in Benidorm. He toured America with PJ Proby in 2003. Roy J died aged 59, peacefully at home in November 2007. He had shot in the head by Greg. We had struggled with alcoholism for many years. Oh. His funeral paid for no, by events by local friends following his death. The funeral was held at Villa Joyzea Crematorium. Can you say that, Johnny? Where was that? Villa... Villa... Uh, Villa Hoy... Uh, sorry. Villa Ho- Villa Hoyosa. Villa Hoyosa crematorium. There we go. Roy it seems J. to me that he Spook. seems to me that he didn't struggle with alcoholism at all, judging by his act. <laughs> Spook. Spanish, uh, so is it, Spanish is actually phonetic. So moving on from stuff we haven't watched and we hate, uh, we've talk, spent far too much time talking about that. So next week we'll talk about it again. So we did this with Ian <laughs> no, Sterling as we well. We haven't watched it yet. I know, it's this horrible. Is a prediction. But I'll, I'll say this. Before, so before, before just watching the trailer, I actually felt a bit sorry from going from like, oh, I hate these two. I feel sorry for Rosie. I don't feel sorry for Chris. I feel sorry for Rosie at the moment because I've seen her on TV a lot and I think no matter how shit it is, he'll seem all right with it. But I see her as a bit like Judy Finnegan in her sh- more shaky years. Oh, like, the shaky and, uh, yeah, I, I don't worry I, I feel sorry for her already I think it's going to go she's wrong she's not on telly much anymore I think she? it's going to be more embarrassing for her I think it's going to be critically panned and oh, no, let's hope not let's hope not I, let's just hope we're the only ones panning it or if let's hope that we're, we're just a, bitter middle aged men no, let's hope there's a massive reverse and we're like it's actually a really nice show yeah. and the, the celebrity guests they have on it the couples it's actually good the format works it's not insipid in the slightest it won't make for an interesting podcast with no, us liking but, it um, but yeah, it's probably better but, than us standing like. Everyone like, uh, says to Jackmate, they're like, uh, like, I know, like, talk about Jackmate. It took seven years for Jackmate to get popular, or whatever, and he's like one of, the, you know, number one YouTube or whatever, in a uh, well, podcaster. It was, you know, I thought he had the number one podcast in fucking. I don't know. Well, Everyone's got the number one podcast. But anyway, but then, but when us. he first got started going, it was like everyone, all everyone wanted to, because how he started off was slagging people off on YouTube. That's how he got his name. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then I've tried to steer away from that. I'm like, nah, that's what we do best. So we should stick with that. No, but, like, everyone now like goes like. Uh, to him like oh we missed, missed the way you slag, used to slag everyone off and he's like well I've got guests now and I've got to be like nice to him and that like he's like uh, I've got 10 million listeners now so shut yeah, up yeah yeah. 
but, uh, but the, we haven't so fuck them yeah, yeah, or not fuck them we depends. have 45 listeners we can say what the fuck we 45 want 45 million <laughs> listeners <laughs> they don't not know Rosie and put Jim. the 45 off the listening like, they'll be like what I didn't realise I was one of 45 oh, fuck this yuck. shit I've actually Drop. got a couple of recommendations go on then scurry up have any of you boys watched um, The King of Staten Island yeah yeah I didn't like it I, I liked Bill Burr in it yeah Bill Burr was I really good I like Bill Burr but I don't I'm, Peter Davidson was alright but I, like, I think Bill Burr was the best thing in that it was better than I thought it was going to be I'll yeah. say that but it's just John Apatow so, it's alright it's, it's not free on Netflix yes. if you want to watch it it's, all right. it's not very believable some bits aren't I mean, well it's based on a true story I'm actually no it is I mean because Peter Davidson looks like his character more than I believe in Peter Davidson's character in that like he looks like that guy more than he does the guy who's fucking Kim Kardashian in real life or whatever or no, whatever he him. wants or Ariana his, his Grande dad really yeah, did, no, but his I'm just dad saying, really did die I'm just saying a guy who looks like that you'd assume was that's more right. and that's why we have to pretend he's funny yeah yeah, yeah I know I'd say if you want to watch it watch it and then email us in that yeah, it's the guy who fucked Ariana Grande and Kim Kardashian playing himself no the worst thing is that's why I was annoyed Kate Beckinsale he fucked her playing his mum uh, no he fucked Kate Beckinsale what in real life yeah it's very upsetting it's but what I did like and I, I said that uh, I sent to you two on Netflix a series it's a Swedish uh, series called Clark yeah about uh, the Stockholm syndrome. That is, uh, I think it's really, I think it's really good and really well done. Starring Bill Skarsgård, who plays Pennywise the clown in the updated version of it. Oh, you were talking about Skarsgård, didn't well, you? Well, yeah, because not, not many, not many people would know that. But he's actually, he's a good actor. They're like the Baldwin's. Hey, but no, there's, there's more of them though. There's what well, the, the the main ones are Stellan Skarsgård, who's been in loads of shit from fucking Pirates of the Caribbean, Ronin, uh, Mamma Mia. To June, who's Baron fucking the big fat floaty June Skarsgård. Baron, yeah. So he's and he's you can hear his accent. He's you can hear he's got a bit of an accent. He's Swedish, but his, his sons Alexander Skarsgård, who's the blonde, the Tarzan who played Tarzan and in Melancholia and loads of other things. They've all had loads, but part, but Bill Skarsgård's only been Pennywise, and before that, he was in something called Hemlock Grove, a show on Netflix. But that was really good. Uh, I thought I, well, it was it was shit, but good at the same time. Some of the acting was good, and it, it him included. And I thought, oh, he's good. And then I looked up his name. I was like, oh, I wonder if he's one of the Skarsgårds. It turns out there's about twelve brothers, and they're but they're all actors. Well, half of them are actors. But um, so but yeah, he's quite good in it. That apparently. brings us on to our first improv of the week called "At Home with the Skarsgårds." <laughs> so, we all, which Skarsgård are you going to be, Greg? Bill's Peter Skarsgård oh, he's, he's not actually related to the main Skarsgård he's a different American Skarsgård and it's spelt slightly different okay. so that's why the so you're Peter Skarsgård ensues who am I? you're Alexander Skarsgård and who's Johnny? Clark I'll be Clark Skarsgård you're Bill Skarsgård Bill Clark Skarsgård yeah. no so Pennywise, Pennywise Tarzan is there a Clark Skarsgård? no no so you can't be that no, Bill Skarsgård I'm going to be the only character I've seen in the film Bill Skarsgård plays plays class oh, so I'll be Bill. him yeah I'll be him yeah and I'm Alexander Bill. right okay yeah. and I'll do the theme tune it's called At Home with the Skarsgards okay. hey Skarsgard family it's me Pete the long lost brother good morning Pete it's me Alexander how are you today oh thanks you didn't, you didn't shun me like you, you've accepted me as a brother no no all Skarsgards are welcome I, in this house I, I spell my name slightly different I think I spell my name with a uh, S-G-R-Scard R-Scard R-Scard that sounds funny doesn't it Bill when are uh, you going to get another movie role as far back as I can remember I always wanted to be a gangster <laughs> it's not the way you're speaking in, uh, you speak in an American accent normally it's usually your dad has a bit of a Swedish twang yeah I'm, I've got this new role I'm trying to oh, do my hex oh, in for it. Um, 
Oh, well, no, I thought he did. I thought Bill did. I thought he was playing the Swedish guy, Clark. Oh, I might be in other films. The last thing I saw you was Succession when you were That's playing right. the tech billionaire. Yeah, tech and billionaire. you were like that crazy tech billionaire yeah. guy. <laughs> you like and it? And you had just a normal American accent. I did. You like so, it? Oh, uh, yeah. No, my next role, I'm playing a, a Lithuanian refugee. Okay, that's, that makes uh, sense. My friend, please, I need bread. I'm married to Maggie Gyllenhaal. That's another thing that uh, I'm known yes, for. Yes, I know. Peter Sarsgaard. I know. Okay. We know that. So anyway. What? Sar- no, I'm Sarsgaard, not Skarsgaard. You know Sarsgaard. what I always say? If I can't be um, the best to be in the best in an improv, I'll be the best to be in the worst. Shall we eat? But anyway, I don't have as no, many brothers as you. And, um, so I, I, I want to eat with... I, I just, but I just I want to be part of your family. I'm so confused. I know. The end. <laughs> At home. Anyway, okay. That's I would good. say, yeah, it's a really good series. That's so the one another I thing, recommend. Oh, uh, I, I watched something called... Uh, if you've heard of this, called, I've been watching The Baby. I need to watch a new episode of that. That's really good. About Demon Baby on HBO Max. I think I've said about this before, where this woman... And just gets this baby from somewhere and everyone everyone that's around How this baby right. it kills them and the baby passes from person to person it's like baby's day out but like a, a dark <laughs> demon baby demon it's, like it's all British it. it's quite cool I haven't but, watched it but from Barry's description but the thing I've watched this week is season one two and I started watching season three of Barry have you heard of Barry indeed the hitman the dark comedy hitman yeah, thing with, you, with Bill Hader have you heard of it Johnny playing Barry at all He's basically a hitman and then he becomes an actor in LA and he's a hitman stroke actor. I think I started watching it's it. It's quite good. I started watching it and stopped ages ago, but I started it again and thought, right, I'm going to do it properly. And it's actually really, when it gets dark, it gets fucking crazy. It's critically acclaimed. Really good, I, did, really I remember good. watching two, three episodes thinking, this is yeah, really no, I'll good. I'll go back to it. I, I think missed I two months. I was like, ah, oh, fuck, I don't know what's going on here, but I want to watch this properly. But then, because I didn't have the streaming, it's not on any of the straightforward yeah. streaming services. It's on can. the dodgy apps. It's on the dodgy apps. Hey, and something else we watched this week. Well, we've watched two hours of it, and Greg's going to do a great impression of it. Off you go. Story of film. <laughs> we watched two films. We watched two, two halves of it. As Josh Brolin gets out of his pickup truck and Imogen Poots gets out of her car, it's like a western. The music playing in the background's like a western. So, and they say face off. For anyone it's that's just like a western. Anyone that doesn't know what that is, <laughs> Mark that Cousins. is Mark Cousins, yeah. and we watched Story of Film, an Odyssey, the new one, because he did one. It went up uh, to 2011. It's like five, 15 hours long, isn't it? The original. The clouds represent our thoughts as they float away. It's exactly into like that. The something uh, or other. Because I think. The original one, yeah, so I won't say it again. It's yeah. a long long film, and he's done a new one that's two hours long, and it goes from 2011, documentary, sort of, documentary yeah. sorry, to 2020 now, 2022, I think it goes to. It's, yes, because it. the, the previous ones was just filmed up until the, well, up until the turn of, the up until the millennium, basically, and now yeah. the new ones, like, the, all the new shit has come out, like, yeah. Documentaries, really good all, stuff, though. And it's, no, it's interesting shit, like, yeah, some shit that's passed you by. That's the main thing, because all his ponderings about, like, oh, what it means, like, all his film school readings, like, how to read film it's not Adam Curtis that's, yeah it, that because that shit's fucking subjective it's like well that's what it means to you Mark because like, sometimes he goes they're doing blah 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 and you'll say it in a way like that is it's like well no that's what it means to you but actually no, no I think a lot of the time he does say it's like they're do 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 which suggests well that's his interpretation of it you don't necessarily sometimes I agree with him I'm like oh yeah I can see that well, objection hearsay <laughs> objection hearsay <laughs> one of the things um, I do yeah. like about it though I've noticed more in this one like the Adam Curtis thing where you could easily take the piss out of it because yeah. he'll show a scene from a film and just describe what's actually happening what yeah. you're watching he goes like this you said man's the man stands up <laughs> <laughs> he calms no his hair and walks to the door and that's it yeah, it's like yeah I know just yeah, see him do yeah. that Mark thanks Mark like, cheers but it's actually good one of the films he did talk about that looks really good and I'll tell you just a recommendation for anyone listening and you two and myself because it's called Something Better Something Better to Come 
And I'd never heard of this. Yeah. And it's basically, it's it's this woman made this documentary. She talks about these pretty rare documentaries that some we know about, some we and don't. And weird slow films as well. Yeah, like, well, slow I think movies. I'll give that one. Like this film where there's just two men sat next to each other for 18 hours. No camera movements, no editing. Just two <laughs> men looking at each other. So the one <laughs> oh, okay. that sounds really good is called Something Better to Come. And it's about a young girl. I think she's Russian, isn't she? Growing up in a dump. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah. the filmmaker followed her over fourteen years. Like oh, yeah, yeah, never else yeah. done. Really good. <laughs> that's that quite one. good. That's, I mean, that's a bit like that. Uh, what's that fucking film? This boy's life or whatever. Yeah, I mean, not quite because it was he was using actors, but it's quite good how it used the same people over a that long much period. time. Like, yeah, tw- like and then the other years, one, like. which I did have on my list, age go to watch, called An Elephant Sitting Still. I think it's called oh, An Elephant yes, Sitting yeah, yeah, Still. That's, uh, and it's the really the guy who dark. made it, twenty nine years old. He killed himself before the film yeah. came out. And there's a guy in the. F- there's a scene that we watched w- was a guy. Kill- and I'm wondering that's got to be totally. Obviously, his missus cheated on him because the guy jumping out the window. Like I don't know. It's not really spoilers. It, it, yeah, anyway. it shows it anyway. So there's a guy hiding in a bathroom. Yeah. This guy, he's, he's hiding because this guy yeah. is, has just come in and found his missus cheating. He doesn't see him at first. He just keeps looking round. Well, he sees see it, him. But it's, it's him not dealing. Or, this yeah. is how I've interpreted it. He's realised it Mark Cousins' voice. It, yeah. He knows the something's up because she's got man, a smile on her face. He's already seen the man, but he hasn't accepted the affair. And then he turns to look at the man, and then he just leaps out the window. And, like, and then you it turns don't out, see him. I'll go out the yeah, window. Yeah, but you just hear the noise, whatever. Like, and but obviously the guy who killed himself. I'm like, well, that. Well, thanks, Mark. That's ruined. Uh, well, why did thanks the guy ruin all these films? Well, Mark. You know, yeah, he's ruined the. He's ruined the film and the and the story behind it because the guy obviously killed himself because I'm thinking his missus cheated on him. That's just. A, I don't know. Possibly, I don't he know. He threw himself out the window. Like You'll never a, know what's in someone's head when they kill themselves. <laughs> but you can talk about it and make your own documentary. He was like a, a Wu-Tang man with a dick in his hand. Right, has anyone else got anything to say before I bring up something I want to talk about? Well, not want to talk about. Someone you might want to talk to who we mentioned at the beginning of the episode. Oh, God, no. I mean, <laughs> I, know, I, mean, I, mean I mean, God, but... yes. I mean, I don't want to talk to that guy, so... Well, one uh, thing I was going to talk about um, that might... Uh, bring something up is I noticed uh, I put on our admin page the things that uh, when we put up stuff on Instagram and social media and stuff like that you put hashtags on and then you can see uh, insights as to what people look the most at yeah is this good stuff yeah no it's um, because I was saying to you oh we, we get a few hundred on this few hundred on that Johnny Depp and Amber Heard got us 500 uh, views just from the hashtags alone so I think that's uh, something so we should talk about and then milk. Just it was either that or, no. or, or it's either that or Westwood. I don't care. Was, I did hashtag Westwood, hashtag I don't, Johnny we Depp. We can't just name drop famous people. No, we can. We did hashtags with famous no, people. No, no, no. But hey, if, if we can talk about this after. We all, yeah. And we, yeah. Always, and we always name drop, we always name drop famous people at some point in an episode. So we should, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't want to use them as a picture yeah, again. Yeah, let's just call this episode you, Shag Marry Annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, you yeah. get, no, you definitely get more views from yeah. Johnny Depp and Amber Heard because they've got 10 days off at the moment. Have you been watching any of no, it? No, not none of it. Do you want oh. keep us up to date on it then? Um, I know you're desperate to talk about well, it. It's no. quite interesting because they're, they're playing lots of stuff in court where Johnny's like playing stuff where she's hitting him but it's like it's weird he hasn't got any recordings of him hitting her it's weird that like um, no because he's got it, uh, they've got a 10 day break and then it's his turn to hit her with it's quite, shit it's quite funny though because I, I, I was reading one side story I'm like oh there's these things oh that sounds damning like her saying she's hitting him and he's a pussy and like oh you can take it that wasn't a hit it's just a slap and I'm like oh he seems like one of these like oh poor like hit upon people yeah, like, remember well, that's no, her yeah. defending then, herself yeah, exactly, that's like, her defence yeah no exactly yeah, that's the thing like 
And then I then I read another article from a woman who's like that like me. Well, yeah, obviously you're hearing this, you're not hearing the abuse from him. He's not going forward again. Like it's, to believe that Johnny Depp, like who's got loads of money, who's is considered himself a big star, is just getting henpecked by this young girl. It's like yeah, it's hard to believe. Really, I, I, I can actually believe that. I mean, I mean, I think. <laughs> Once he let her, like, look, if you're into pooing in the bed and that, and you like that shit, she's going to keep doing it. Literally well, that, like that shit. The, like that shit. The pooing in the bed was the reason why he didn't go around, because... Uh, Who's the bed while he's still trying to get back with her, secretly? He still loves her because of the poo. I've got someone wanting to come through, and they've been pu- I'm trying to push him down hard, really hard. I could be so good for you. Don't take the piss out of him, Greg, please, because he's coming through. I'm but not. We talked earlier about... I have the most respect for him. Dennis uh, Waterman, and this week, uh, I would like to seance and channel him through for you to talk to him, just ask him a few questions about his life, what he worked on, a couple of the things he's been in, uh, some of his hopes and ambitions, and it'd be nice for you guys to ask him some serious questions, if you can. Questions, if you can, just to know. I'll ask him some serious so questions, and you can learn a little bit more about him. So here we go. Oh, wait a minute. Ah. You all right? Uh, are you right, Dennis? Have you successfully landed in Barry's body? You may be confused. This is, you're in a Harvey Where Road, Aylesbury, right now. The arsehole of the world. Um, it's kind of the you? arsehole of England, Who and I you? consider the arsehole of. The universe. Who are you? Uh, sorry, my name's Greg, aka G Dog, aka Gregoire. Bonsoir, my friend, and Hello. welcome to the Idle Matinee podcast. Hello, mate. You're here with me and Johnny. Back, back uh, you've taken over Barry's body, so at the moment, his brain, your brain is his brain, his brain is your brain. So, shoot. I mean, you must have lots of questions to, for us, the Idle Matinee guys. I know you're, we're your favourite podcast because it, obviously you must have heard the episode we did about Minder and we rattled on about you for ages. I don't know where I am. <laughs> I just said Aylesbury, the arsehole of the world. Okay, Aylesbury. Harvey Road. I visited. I used to live near here, near Penn, oh, Beaconsfield. Oh, I, I didn't know that. Um, I used to live around here. So I'm feeling a bit, bit weird, bit ill. Am I working on anything? Any performances? New tricks? Yep. We You're making in, new tricks. No new tricks. No, I think towards the end. I think you like. You, well, you knew you were. Remember, you were ill a little bit. Uh, uh, yeah. My lungs. Oh, God, my lungs. I'll oh, fuck up. No, no, I'm not doing this. No. no. My lungs. No. I couldn't breathe no, properly. Bad, it? No, I was going to say, are you doing... I, was oh. say, <laughs> I hope the Watermans listen to this. <laughs> you're, do, you're doing a celebrity boxing match with uh, oh, Jimmy Nail. they're joking Nail. about Dad's lungs. They're joking about Dad's... Dad, oh, the slow bad lungs? in Dad's lungs. Oh, I didn't What's know wrong that. What's wrong with me, boys? No, bad. <laughs> I was falling asleep. Right, I was in Spain. On. Come no, back, come back. Come back, back in the room. Uh, back in the room. You right, boys? What happened? Well, I hope we could do a sounds for me when I'm dying of cancer. You right, guys? What happened? Uh, yeah, let's, uh, What's up? No, you seem deflated. Fuck off, Barry. Well, Sorry, wait. you seem a bit deflated. What happened? Uh, you seem uh, a bit deflated. No, the, the sounds thing. Not. Was it good? Uh, no. I'm, I'm, <laughs> we can't do it anymore. Like, to, It's not right for the family to be listening to. It's not funny. Do they it's li- not funny. Like, oh, my lungs. Because he died of lung cancer. Oh, oh my, my lungs. You weren't saying that to him, were you? Oh, man. What a horrible thing to do to him. Yeah, that's bad. Why'd you do that? I'll tell you what, nothing I watch is Peter Cushion. Would you like to do a seance with Peter, Peter Cushion? Peter Cushion. <laughs> Peter Cushion. Meant to be put, the loveliest man in acting. Peter Cushion. Cushion. How do you say it? Cush- Peter Cushing. Cushing. <laughs> the loveliest <laughs> man in acting. I mean, Peter Cushion would be a funny bit, like, so he's actually a Cushion. He's like, hey, I'm Peter Cushion. Many people sit on me, but <laughs> my favourite person who ever sat on me had to be Christopher Lee. <laughs> I'm Peter Cushion. 
How would you do that? That's a really good impression. Yeah, that's good. He doesn't obviously... Re- that's probably what we need. He doesn't read the uh, podcast prep, does he, where we said we are going to no. do... We were going to do, uh, got, um, we were do an advert where Peter Cushion's um, family do, they work with Leverland and make a, an advert about selling cushions. Peter Cushions. Right, I did some, I'm working on some of my stand-up jokes. Do you want to hear some before we... Um, yeah, boy. Oh, okay. I'll let the <laughs> listeners know if they're new to the podcast. I'm going to stand up and do it as well, like last time. Because normally, I know, I just say, normally you're doing, you're doing a stand-up comedy course every Thursday yeah right so not only am I trying out these jokes I want you to comment on them as well and give me some advice on how I can change them or no in real time or are yeah. you going well, to let us know after each one I'll let okay, you know yeah, when I've cool, done yeah, one yeah, yeah. you'll know f- we'll know how will we know when you've done a joke I'll fucking shut up Johnny don't be a dickhead Fuck Johnny off, that was a good joke cunt right here we Fuck go off, cunt Hello everyone, this is exciting. I'm bursting with happiness to be here this evening. Uh, blah, 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 lockdown joke, COVID, etc. Uh, not meaning to cause any offence to anyone who's that's been affected good. by it. Lockdown joke, COVID, etc. That's good. Not, uh, yeah, yeah. That, that, See, he yeah. didn't want us to comment then. That's what I said. No, tell that's us fine. to comment. No, no, no. Oh, is that no, fine? Not, oh, tell oh, that was a joke. Right. No, no, but, but I mean... You've got no funny bone. Your funny bone fell out 10 years ago, so you don't understand comedy, Johnny. But I Yeah, know no, what I was saying was he should co- point at us when he wants us to comment. That was my... No, no, no. No, the, should he not? You should just know when to oh, comment, fuck Johnny. Off. I, I hate you. I know when to comment, Johnny. Right, so blah, 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 lockdown joke, COVID, etc. Not meaning to cause offence to anyone who's been affected by it, of course, because it has been very difficult for everybody. So I believe we have some left-leaning and right-leaning people in here tonight. Uh, lean left, everybody. Lean right, everybody. I mean, most people have one leg short than the other. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Thanks, Johnny. Because it's one of mine. Okay, next one. <laughs> I finish. That's it good up. for I a retard. Oh, God, I should be more humble. Can I do the next one? Humility, one of the hardest Jesus. things to deal with in life is uh, thinking you're naturally funny. Then saying that out loud on stage and finding out if it's true or not. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you need to, uh, <laughs> again, that's got no, there's no... Well, it's one of the hardest things to deal with, isn't it? So yeah, no, say the joke there. Say, start again. You what, tell the one that he's written and I've written. Yeah, no, say, start again. Say, <laughs> okay, do it in a different way. No, no, do that joke again and I'll say the I bit you say at the end. Say okay. it again. All right, that, yeah. Just that bit. One of the hardest things to deal with in life is uh, thinking you're naturally funny, then saying that out loud on stage and uh, finding out if it's true or not. <laughs> <laughs> not bad, not bad. Maybe waka, 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 waka. <laughs> Next one. <laughs> Fucking Peloton. Fucking Peloton. Well, again. Fucking Peloton. What? Oh, is, that, grand. Well, is that the joke? Oh, you just well, said no, fucking Peloton. Two grand, thirty oh. quid a month. I'd, oh. I'd say you've got. An, like, is, it, <laughs> oh, right, right. is is a is a lesson free? If people are pissing themselves laughing, stop talking for a bit. Yeah, that's what you meant to do, isn't it? Yeah, no, but you you don't just carry on talking. Yeah, no, people so laughing. You we did, were laughing. So you did, we were and laughing. And then you did a joke, and I didn't hear it. Oh, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, fly, exactly. Pelican, okay. fly! All right, so that's, that's what you've got to read the room better. Like, I'm hoping you do that read on the room. course. There's read a junction coming. Yeah, read the room like Kaiser Soze. Let everyone talk at once. Read the room like Kaiser Soze. Let's relax. Bring it down, Johnny. You've had a few brews tonight. Just to let everyone know, this isn't a joke, by the way. Anyone listening, just so you know, we've been a bit spicy this evening, apart from me. That's why you can tell us a bit of drama in here. Right, here's the next one. What? Oh, what that mean? <laughs> we're, me and Johnny have had, had, a, had a few juices. Me and Johnny have had a curry. And had a few beers. We're spicy. Right. Here we go. No, he's not. I wish I had kids so I could do material about what it's like to be a dad. I suppose I could just make something up. I took my imaginary son James to the repair shop and he accidentally fell in the sandblaster. <laughs> <laughs> 
good. Yeah, that's alright. That works. Yeah, that's, right. that's mine. I also, oh, you also killed. I also killed his his imaginary baby mother. I, dra- I strangled her in the sea on holiday. <laughs> okay. I also strangled uh, his mum. Yeah. <laughs> she's imaginary, and then everyone's like, "Oh, yeah, she's imaginary. Like it's a puppet." What's the name of the guy in the repair shop? Jay Blades. You say Jay gave him back, and he was a lot slimmer. Because he was, he was a beast. No. Jay did well, fuck all it. as usual. <laughs> <laughs> Which repair shop? Jay, Jay did fuck all as usual. That's usually. I'll say that took, took my clock to the fucking repair Thank shop. You. So that helps. Jay did fuck all as usual. That works. Jay did fuck all as usual. The sandpit of ideas. Ready for the next one? I think so. Never apologise to the audience. Don't show them your tears. <laughs> Apart from me, sir, I insist you apologise to me. Okay. Um... Obviously, I won't be there doing that. Are you going to do any crowd work? Do you think Star Trek fans look at all the pain and suffering in the world and say, beam me up, Scotty? Doesn't really work, that one, does it? A bit of an anti-comedy one, that one. Keep it in, though. Keep it in. Okay, keep Um, it in. Breakfast, dinner, lunch and tea. Ever tried it that way round? Yes. I've had tea. I've had had sausage, egg and chips for uh, tea before. Oh, so when the audience comes out. So if you're going to do this in the course tomorrow... Yeah. Breakfast, what did you say? Breakfast, dinner, lunch, and tea. Yeah, yeah. Then do it again and say, "Come on, everyone, all together, and see if you get them to shout." Breakfast, dinner, lunch, and tea. Is it dinner or tea? None of this matters. No, I just wonder. Just make them do it. Make them do it, and then laugh at them. <laughs> Depends how much money you've got. If, it's, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you've got lots of money, it's dinner or supper. If you, if you ain't got much, you're from up north. It's tea. No, if you go, to, if you go, come on, everyone. <laughs> if you go, come on. <laughs> that's what you should. That's if you go, come be. on, everyone. After me, breakfast, dinner, lunch, lunch and, and tea. tea. We'll do it. And you go. Do you not realise? Up north tea. Go, breakfast, not- dinner. Up north tea. <laughs> oh, sorry, the north. Do you not realise there's a living thingy crisis? What's it? And you're all. Oh. Why did I do comedy? Why did I not take a punch? So I was. Hey. Worried- yeah, I know. But this yeah, one's again, good. You did it last week, right? Okay, it's a new one. So I was worried about doing this in case everyone laughs at me. I stole that joke of a bloke I work with. He said they asked him to do live at the Apollo. He said he so never he said that all too quickly. So okay, I'll do it Oh yeah, I, I, you need I wanted to get. In, oh yeah, I wanted to get in stand-up comedy, but I was afraid. No, no, I wanted to get a stand-up comedy beat or two. Yeah, relax. But I was worried that everyone would laugh at me. I stole this joke off a bloke at what I work with. He said they asked him to do live at the Apollo, and he'd never performed comedy before, but he had loads of confidence. That's not really a joke. It's more of a statement, isn't <laughs> it's just it? It's a statement. It's like, yeah, because a lot of them do seem to have yeah, lots of confidence, but, but not be that funny. Yeah. If you do that, just look at them in the eye. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And you should always, as thing. you're doing now, you should always sway from side to side. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. constantly swaying in your pajamas. Spook. <laughs> I know you're right. Slide. You'll all be doing it tomorrow. Swaying. I earn minimum side. wage in real life, and swaying. I love it because it means I can do minimum work. <laughs> hey, <laughs> minimum wage does mean minimum work. To be fair, and minimum responsibility. The one thing I promised myself is I would never die on stage in front of my audience. I'd take them out with me. <laughs> do the laugh, do the and then, laugh. And then go, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, everybody. Anyone else? Because you're Tommy Cooper. You go, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm very sorry, everybody. Anyone else sick of I all these? I promised I wouldn't die on stage. Very sorry, everybody. Oh, I, I mean, a, a decent impression of Tommy Cooper. Anyone else sick to death of all these woke people going on about climate change? He's done that for your mate. No, I don't think it's necessary. No, no, no. Just for his mate. Call back last yeah, week. Yeah, I'll keep that in. That's was, a good yeah, one. Yeah, that's that brilliant. Like... I was listening to that on the way back from the airport the other day and it made me laugh out loud. Does anyone else feel guilty watching TV when you could be playing video games? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've got loads of games upstairs I should be completing and I'm watching fucking Homes Under the Hammer. Why do people that get cancelled never shut up? 
<laughs> so true. I've been cancelled. I, I thought you were cancelled. Why don't you just shut up? My uncle was the man who played J.R. Hartley. It ruined his life. Norman Lunsden. That's his real name. I don't know if you remember I mean, that. That's, that's, the Yellow I mean, Pages advert. If anyone you from Yellow the Pages. 80s who loves those adverts is going to laugh at that no matter what. They'll be like, he's talking about J.R. Hartley. Not enough people do that. Or, or the, remember the, the advert with the bike and yeah, the spokes? Yeah. Oh, oh, that's not a saddle. That's <laughs> nah, it not wasn't. a saddle. I'll tell you what it was. I'll tell you <laughs> what it was. Raise the saddle. Right, wait, wait a second. Eee, I was right about that saddle. That's the one. Eee, I was right about I'm that saddle. saddle. Oh, it goes right up my ass. I'm right, I race a lot faster. I ride my bike a lot faster with something poking at the my The joke's asshole. on you, son. Yeah. There is no saddle. <laughs> yeah. I just use the pole. I'm like, oh, it goes right up my ass. I want to go even faster. <laughs> I'll make your bike for you. I've got, I got a couple more, then I'll shut up. I mean, no, crack more. on, boy. No, um, right, here we go. What are you going to do if someone echoes? Just say, yeah, whatever. No, nothing, <laughs> nothing beats meeting someone you barely know in a supermarket and saying hello to them. <laughs> Best feeling in the world. And then bumping into them on the next aisle and then trying to avoid them. But the, th- the good thing is, you're both doing that. What I've realised when that happens, you know, like, oh, hope I don't go like, oh, there you go again. Because <laughs> after that, you do do the, <laughs> the you do the like, hair thing. But then, but usually you're both going like, you both know. You're like, chance I'm going to see them in that next aisle. Depending, but I tend to just, de- I'm like, now nah, I'm going to change my route now. I'm going to go <laughs> straight leave. from there. Yeah, I'll just leave. I'll just go, walk out. I'll go, nah, I'm not risking it. I'm not risking bumping into them in the next aisle I'm just going to leave yeah but generally you're in the spirits aisle so there's, yeah. not, there's nowhere to go spirits from there spirits and bacon aisle Boris but Johnson is a liar I still vote conservative though <laughs> I think we're back on my old ones from last week yeah, so that's oh, it yeah, yeah, right, yeah. there we go then that was it I got some new ones <laughs> that's there. good though a lot of stand up comedians make jokes about people <laughs> meeting each other in the supermarket <laughs> but um, I get delivery I get delivery shut up Johnny let's have a break <laughs> So you've seen all these new Disney shows they've been bringing out. Loads of Star Wars ones, isn't there? There's the Obi-Wan Kenobi one coming out soon. Oh, uh, have you not is there that? loads of Star Wars? You won't have seen it if it's not coming I mean, out, there, will you? There, well, there already is. There's already, we've already got The Mandalorian That's and right. Moon, uh, Fett, Fett Moon, it. Moon Knight's not Star Wars. No, oh, it's, uh, it's Disney, isn't it's, it? Yeah, it's not Star Wars, I said. Oh, sorry. Did you think Moon Knight was Star Wars? Oh, Fucking hell, that's yeah. confusing watching oh that. Oh, my God. It, yeah. like, so how do you think he fit into Star Wars? So if we said Disney had all these series coming up. No, it's because it's, it's, it's got Poe in it. Because Oscar Isaac. Oh, oh, that's what it is. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not, it's not Star Wars. So we had them Star Wars cartoons as well, the anime ones. So they're bringing out loads and loads of Star Wars stuff. But I was thinking, wouldn't it be good to have like a Star Wars show where it's just a sort of more of a chilled out, relaxed one and it's Luke and Uncle Ben? just chilling out on their house before he got burned yes. to death yeah, before, before he's a crispy body by the door or on the floor so Where let's just do our scene from Luke and Uncle Ben I'll be playing Uncle Ben uh, Johnny can be a travelling merchant if he wants to turn up at some point during the Luke skit if you want to but uh, do you want to be Luke Johnny oh I can be Luke oh there we go Johnny okay. can be Luke Greg you can be Uncle Ben okay and I'll be a travelling merchant uh, turning up at the house okay uh, begin scene it starts with you two in the kitchen begin scene or whatever you call a kitchen in the in one of his shitty little hut begin scene so uh, Luke do you like do you like old Stormtrooper movies oh, Uncle Ben I just want to go out and shoot the one, ones when one they brats. take off their uh, uniforms you know what I'm talking about uh, Uncle Ben you always like this uh, me and my friends we like to go out on the space shooters and, and uh, shoot all the what I'm trying brats. to tell you Luke is I'm gay your Uncle Ben's well, gay everyone oh, knows that even your aunt, oh, oh, someone the door, the door. Uh, thank God hello I'm selling droids 
uh, that's okay. I've got plenty of droids. I've got those fancy ones who, you know, they shoot the, the, the lasers out. He's got the, the ones he sticks up his uh, ass. <laughs> well, no. I'm only... I'm going to just come out to you, uh, Luke. Does the uh, boy oh. not want to buy a droid? Uh, no, I do. I need a new... Um, it's not only gay people, but things of the rest, I need a new ass-intruding droid. The, you know, the one with a, a dildo thing. An like, X-Wing. Like the, uh, yeah. Droid for the boy? Uh, yeah, I mean, he needs... Yeah, the, the boy could do with one for training to be a Jedi, where he shoots lasers ah. out and he goes, pew, pew, he wears the mask, and it's, you know, the little floating little I was thinking ball maybe, thing. I was thinking maybe just the pussy pocket, but do you think I'm a Jedi? Actually, I'd like one of those floating little ball things, too. Can you add uh, another ball to it and a, and a robocock and then make it go up my ass? Uh, okay, oh, that's just scene. I think scene, I think. End scene, yeah. yeah, well done, fellas. Yeah, I was not, trying. Not bad. I was trying. Shame uh, it sort of went down that path of yeah, the... Did, well, I, yeah. like, can we start again on that one? Because I don't know why I made Uncle Ben gay. Because uh, I, I thought of the line. I thought of the line. Wasn't he married yeah, in Star Wars, I though? Yeah. It'd be funny to say, do you ever watch old Stormtrooper movies? But none of you were getting what I was saying, so I, I jumped. Uh, that's why I had to go, yeah. I'm gay. Like, Should we do it next week? Yeah. They do say with improv, keep it boring and simple. <laughs> that's yeah. what they say, don't Just they? like he could have been just making him a cup of tea or yes. just having a general that's what chat. Can we start that again? Because I, I, I prefer... We'll like, do it next week. Remember that one with Al Pacino and we were talking about like... We'll do it next week. Stuff like that. That's good because it's like mundane stuff. Yeah, we'll we leave that in the list. Leave it next week. I've yeah. got blue milk all over my face, Uncle Ben. No, so, I'll do, do next you week, remember something called music before home taping killed it? Back I can't. I can't get that last improv out of my head. I really want to do it again. <laughs> yeah, I know. There might be another improv coming up later. Okay, cool. I'll make up for you guys. Honestly, got like. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I apologise because the gay community can be like, "Oh God, why is he?" Making him gay? Why do you think being gay is funny? It's like, I don't know. I just thought that would be. I don't know. For, to our forty-five. So do you want to do a new improv? Another one? Okay, let's do another one. So not right now. Just uh, do something else. You work on the London Underground, and I'm going to show you oh, around okay. on your first day at your new job. <laughs> okay. okay, and introduce you to people. Okay, so right, <clears throat> begin scene. Okay. Oh, hello, Greg. You arrived. Hi, yes. Okay, so uh, so I, nice I'll, to. Oh, sorry, nice to meet you. Yes, yeah, normally I uh, yeah, talk yeah, yeah. first. Nice <laughs> to meet you, Greg. Uh, lovely that you've come in. Oh, you look not very smart in uniform. Oh, thanks. I'm just going to take you around and introduce you to a few people today. Yeah. Uh, then we've got some training for you to do in one of the back rooms. Training to do, because I'm working in the underground. Yeah, that's nice. right. Yeah, nice one. Uh, Train training, one, if you will. Yeah, that's right. We've got a few um, health and safety courses for you to do okay. uh, on the computer. Then we do some Zoom meetings, and then basically we'll I'll get you started. You. I just want to get on the tracks, because... Uh, the only reason I'm doing this job is uh, have you seen that movie Three and Out with Mackenzie Crook and uh, Gemma no, Arsene? I don't think I have. Well, basically, it turns out there's this crazy rule that if you're driving on the underground and you run over three people or like you see three tragic deaths or whatever, you just get paid off. Like you get the pension and everything. Uh, you get your, you know, your yeah. That's not actually an annual. That's not true. Oh, is it? Oh. No, 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 no. Oh, okay, then. Uh, is this the... Anyway, let me just introduce you to a few people. Is this uh, the new Greg? guy. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Greg. This is Mike. He's going to be your boss. I couldn't help over here, and I was going to do the joke about the three and out. Yeah, a lot of them say that, don't they, Mike? When yeah. they start, uh, you're, you're going to be working under Mike. Uh, yeah, Mike, so I'm pleased to meet you. Probably not going to be here for that long now. I know the three no. and out thing's not going on now. So well, no, yeah. yeah, I'll just send W. Hey, Mike. So, like I say, you're going to be working under Mike. Oh, Mike's going to be sticking I'm, his dick in your mouth. What? Yeah, you are the <laughs> cocksucker. Oh, so, okay. at lunchtime, we're going to come around. Anyone oh, okay. wants to. I thought I was just going to be running over tramps. No, no, no. Anyone wants to suck. I thought I was just going to run over three tramps and then get paid off. Oh. Do you not tell it? I'm the guy that sells the tickets, and underneath there's an under guy that sucks me off. I don't know how he's. I don't guy. know how he thinks three guys are going to die. 
No, not you won't be killing three guys uh, sucking. Uh, unless you're sucking you, men well, off. I'll unless unless I have a heart attack. I'm going to try and convince some people unless that are already suicidal to jump in front of my train so I could get paid well, off. While you're selling tickets. Is that what happens well, in the I'm film? Selling tickets. Is that what happens in the film? I don't, I don't, know, I don't even know the film. End scene. Uh, I don't even know what that film is. No, is it like Sex Size of the Potato? I've only seen it. Jim Robinson gets her tits out in it. Yeah. It's a film where underground drivers, if someone jumps in front of a train, if you get three. It's based on a real thing. And I don't know if it is still. That's the yeah, but does he want that real. to happen to him then? Yeah. Right, yes and okay. no. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. In, the, in the film, it's yes and no. Oh, yeah, because I've not actually watched it all the way through. I just saw it's one like bit. Quite, it's like a quite a depressing thing, like um, like Greg doing this podcast. It's like yes and no. I, I just, I Mr. Skinned it basically. I was like, ah. Oh. When does Jim Rathman get her tits out? And then, I, no, it wasn't that. I didn't look up the exact moment. I just happened to watch it when she got her tits out. That'll do. And I was yeah. like, okay, that's enough. I get it. I get it. So uh, this week, the uh, government did some cracking impressions. Of Michael Gove was of the oh, Scouse guy in the Fast Show, and they are just getting better and better week in week out. Calm down. He tried to go calm down, and after it, he thought he'd done that good. Impre- he realised what he'd done. It took him a while to say his words. After he goes like, and so really, the government's saying you saw that. Really, the go. Oh, you have not seen that oh it's fucking beautiful uh, just for the listener I shook my head I was trying not to talk over I've not seen this but I am very excited oh yes yeah yeah no, it's it. amazing oh, we should have watched it before I've, I've, I don't know why we didn't talk about it, it might before. be old news but it'll but, never but die the guy, the guy goes oh here's uh, Michael Gove doing his best Mike Yarwood and another person was like who knew that he was so good at doing it and I was like well he's not good at doing impressions who knew he was that much of an idiot that he'd try and do that who's he trying to fucking impress who's he trying to appeal to like uh, he must have upset a lot of scousers then uh, so, I mean I'm not like Johnny's scouse accent the other week was better than like his like I would normally do an impression like that to be obviously doing it by accident but was, I'm not a, an doing, MP like, every other sentence in a different trying to American do it in a different accent. voice he goes it's, well now we're doing this but really we're like calm down calm down and I'm like what the fuck are you <laughs> doing he, man you, you have not even got near one of those fucking voices like accents you can't even do your own accent you don't even look like a human. Why are you trying? Why are you trying to act like other humans? He'd fit in well on this podcast, trying to do accents and voices, wouldn't he? And then and this week uh, we've got an improv. He really of, wouldn't. We've got an improv of Michael Gove as, maybe... as Amber Heard. <laughs> so, do, do you think she's had Botox or she just can't act? The reason um, I was bringing him up is because the government were talking about people. More people need to take the booster, even though we've forgotten about COVID now. It's old news. More boosters, but they want everyone to take the booster. And what they were doing is they're thinking of a song to get people to take the booster. Like, uh, uh, so have you got any ideas of a song they could do for people to take the booster job let's start with, let's start with uh, Johnny for a change oh. yeah? you said a lot this evening oh. Johnny <laughs> you can be better you can be better outside voice you can be better just like Boris you can be better Ooh, boost the shot I'll do mine then Greg can do his if you boost me up if you boost me up, I'll never stop. Just take your booster now. Just get your booster 5G. You'll go, Greg. That's better. You got a boost for your life. You got a boost, yeah. If you want to stay alive, yeah. I boost. Can I do another one? Yeah, go for another one. It's the boost of the tiger. It's the boost of the shot. 
Oh, it's the boost of the tiger. It's the boost that you Johnny got. Down again. Right, so now you've got to do a song to try and sell boost chocolate bars. Oh, I already used that one. <laughs> oh, oh. Got it. never mind. You've got to eat boost <laughs> for your life. So uh, Same song, ostensibly. But I can't wait to see that new Uncharted movie. Apparently that's getting rave reviews. Oh, yeah, with the, mi- the, mi- <laughs> the mini, mini, mini The mini Nathan Drake. Yeah. The Nathan Drake is four foot shorter than the guy in the computer game. And no so, moustache. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. like, you, like the whole point of the well, no, 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 no Sully's the, the other guy's got no moustache yeah, Nathan yeah, Drake yeah but you think they'd get that right yeah, yeah, give yeah. him a moustache just get, like least, give, like, just least give, give, give Mark, Mark Wahlberg some grey hair and a moustache have you heard uh, Tom Cruise is going to be in the new After 8 Mints film no go on uh, you make something up oh right so okay well, well oh because of them uh, do you mean the, uh, no, that no mean let's run with it, it. <laughs> so, do you mean no the... I'm going to run with it yeah, okay, yeah. so actually saying that that's quite funny you say that because one of the things I was going to do in my stand up was I was going to say to the audience right I just say that's never happened before I normally say stuff and you go oh you're an idiot no that's great because this is the first thing had. you've ever said that you're not an idiot <laughs> so but that reminded me because one of the things I was going to say to the audience I think was, milk let me, tray let, one of the things I, I was, it, do you mean milk tray no after I mean it's better so one of the things please, please stop interrupting me one of the things I was going to say to the audience was you just give me any actor or any celebrity than any situation and I'll put them in that situation remember the other day Greg oh, yeah, so I was going yeah. Robert De Niro oh yes, yes someone yes, shouts yes. out Robert De Niro fishing then someone shouts out fish and chip shop and I go okay Robert De Niro in a fish and chip shop please <laughs> garden chips twice there you go I excellent I, I just say you know you're doing your stand up class like you say anyone call out an actor yeah if there's loads of people there you can hear what you want because I said fishing and you went fish and chip shop and then you did a, a whole improv for about two hours of Robert De Niro in a fish and chip shop and I didn't even say that I said fishing no but I was just saying yeah no but they, they wouldn't shop. even know the rest of the audience would know so maybe that's what a little what the fuck are you going on about don't, don't worry about, about it you've been going for two hours anyway so the, what you just said there with Tom Cruise and after eight mints so you could go Tom Cruise and someone else shouts out after eight mints and you think oh my god I've got to think of my feet and work fast but when he said that in my head I was like it made sense but I thought he means the milk tray because of Mission Impossible no his character from Mission Impossible doing the milk tray advert with after eight mints with after eight mints you'd probably get away with that well, do you do yeah. what you want if you need to if you need to get it out in my head that's the no, you're you're I was trying to work on, out on. your brain no you don't you never uh, do there's that. no point go on what would you do uh, right Tom Cruise after 8 mints yep. uh, basically it would be after 8 o'clock in the evening uh, they've all just everyone's just eaten their dinner and everyone's like oh we need something else you just can't to, handle go. these mints no go on carry on please oh, no, you did just interrupt me when I was doing yeah, my bit he did interrupt carry on is this how you handle hecklers you're very good I want the mints. You can't handle the mints. Well, that's Jack Nicholson obviously saying you can't handle the mints. I would have mince. done it. It was quarter oh. to eight and there's mints on the table and uh, what's his name? Tom Cruise is a bit nervous. Oh, you can do that. Oh, that reminded me of what, another joke I didn't read out to you. Do you want to hear this one? So, uh, forgot the wife's birthday. She was absolutely devastated. I could hear her crying through the bedroom door, but I made it up to the next day. I got her a whole box of Ferrero Rocher. I, was, I thought you were going to say I let her out the next day I let thank you I'll change that <laughs> I made up to the next day I let her out but isn't that a bit um, bad against like ladies do you know yeah, what I mean yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah it's just funny isn't it it's just well, funny because you're like I'm not I was going to say got a whole box bad. of Frere Rocher the fat cunt well, I mean but wow. that's, that's misogynistic as well I'd yeah, rather yeah. be locked up than be called fat who's they it depends because you're as a, I think as a stand up no, uh, it depends what they it's it depends what they believe you would do oh, but then you know they can I mean? say decided to spoiler just like an ambassador 
Uh, You've been to Ambassador's reception. You get really spoiled. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out you don't need to to get Fred Rocher. You can you can just buy him from the shop. Having that. <laughs> I think they'll all burst out laughing when you say wife. You don't That's need true. to go to an ambassador's reception for Fro Roche. They've got them in the co-op. Although in the co-op, they are overly priced. You know the film Taken that came out in 2008 or 2009? It was 2008. It was 2008, yeah. And they brought Taken 2 came out. That is the film that's definitely due a reboot, Taken. It's the kind of film they definitely want to remake again. I only, re- I only saw it recently, actually. I'd never seen it before. I thought it was a really good film. So, sorry, are you going to stop me again? <laughs> the latest one. Uh, they kidnap uh, Desmond Tutu. It's called Taken Tutu. No, I haven't heard of that. It sounds like... Uh, what, was uh, the, what was the name of the actor in Taken? Liam Neeson. Imagine him in Tekken. So the the t- the taken reboot obviously is I was set of skills. It's fighting, loads of different moves. No, no, that's, oh, that's Street, street Fighter. fighter. I know, that's I Street know. Fighter. Oh, never mind. So we're over like ten years away from the previous film. So now his daughter would be all grown up, and in this film she was, <laughs> she was grown up to begin with. Well, she was like eighteen, nineteen, wasn't she? Well, yeah, she, no, Maggie Grace or whatever her name was is she's the girl from Lost. She was like eighteen in Lost. She's about she's about <gasps> she's about thirty in she Taken. She was touring Europe to see U two. Remember in the film that's when she got taken. She was going. Yeah, around should have left following U two around Europe. Actually, no, two thousand eight wasn't that long after Lost. She would have filmed the last season of Lost in two thousand five six. Oh. So she's in her twenties. All right, who in your life would you be worried about if they said they're missing and you went, oh no, where are they? Went, they were on. T- they were following U two on tour and you went, fuck <laughs> wow, it. You get what you- you get what you pay for (laughs) so Uh, in this new version of Taken uh, she's learned all the skills living on the edge well it depends what year because if they're following you two in 92, 93 it'd be like fair enough they're like the biggest band in the world but following you two in 2008 is kind of naff it's like oh I like that song they do in fucking um, what's it on the football match of the day it's a beautiful day it's well known that that was a really odd choice and there was a guy that tried to investigate that and look into it why did they choose you two in that field well yeah but he couldn't find the answer to it <laughs> yeah. because it's a real. They weren't even on tour. No, then. it doesn't make sense. It'd be it was like just Foo Fighters or something and, like yeah, that. I don't know, a, like, and why would a young girl who's like 18, yeah, exactly, 19 be following you too? Know, yeah, it'd make more sense someone who's ten years older than us, like in their fifties. Do you think she was? It'd being, make more sense Liam Neeson was. And you two never even played the countries that she went <laughs> yeah, to yeah. in the film. But France, they love you two. Do you think she was not being trafficked? Do you think she was trafficking young girls? Around I don't the know, world mate. to listen to you two on there. I am. Um, well, in like I the fourth fans. Taken film. Well, no, sorry, that's the one before Desmond. Four Taken, four taken before films. Two, two, uh, taken how many two, Taken two. films are there? Before Taken Two Two. No, but seriously, taken how many Taken films are there? There's three. Three, I think. Yeah. Right. How much can you take? Exactly. So, uh, if they were going to reboot that, you would know that it would be basically be set. Obviously, now it would be her, and it would be a female lead, wouldn't it? Because it'd have to be. The third one, it's her. Look, Liam Neeson gets taken. The parents get taken. And she's now hard like Liam Neeson. Oh, is like, it really? I've got a certain set of skills. My dad taught me. Is that and true? I'm gonna find- yeah, it is. Yeah, the parents get taken. And I think she is role reversal. I, you may have to look at... No, it is. Um, well, that like, shows yeah. my knowledge of yeah. film. Because yeah, yeah, no, I was going to say, do that. And oh, I didn't realise it actually... No, that, yeah, no, he's talking about about what would you do in Culture Wars. Like, have you seen... Oh, they're like the they're going to reboot Rambo with the uh, the bloke out of Guardians of the Galaxy. What's his name? The big Crap. guy. No, the big oh, guy. Drax, uh, thingy, uh, David Bastu- Batu- Batista. Yeah, Batista, yeah. So the only way we can do it is to do that. So he's going to do Taken with... What do you reckon? Peggy Mitchell? No. What oh. bad Barbara Windsor? Dead yeah. Barbara Just dead, dead CGI. Dead. Yeah. yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, 2014. The, the plot is Agent Brian Mills visits his daughter to give a Christmas gift. Yeah. 
Uh, advice right. dinner, she declined, shows apartment, marital problems, oh, yeah. wants to make it work. Da, 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 da. law. Put some put some scissors in it. I'm not sure to try and find the bit where he gets kidnapped and she rescues him. I'm sure it is. Or yeah. The mum gets kidnapped or uh, are you relying on Wikipedia? Normally for this? Barry he can't be though, surely it. he's the hero in it. So why would he get kidnapped? Should I don't he... know. I'm, I'm I'm sure that's what happens. I I I'm... No, no, Stuart abducts Kim. I don't think he gets abducted. I'm sure he doesn't. I don't know what I'm talking about. Barry, I thought the, all the mum gets abducted. The mum gets, gets abducted and then she oh, yeah, teams yeah. up with Because Liam Neeson would always be the one yeah, that's... No, so Liam Neeson teams up the daughter to get the mum back, I think it right. is. Right, yeah, yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah. So in this we're one, back. We're back in Liam room. Neeson <laughs> does get kidnapped. Okay. So okay. Johnny's playing Liam Neeson, the old yeah. decrepit alcoholic. <laughs> uh, smell racist. Of, smells racist, Liam Neeson. <laughs> no, he's not racist. No, he's not racist. He's got caught up in a moment. You will be playing... The doorman at the hotel. All you say is "Good morning." What Excellent. am I doing? Let me in, and I'll be playing the daughter. You're playing Liam right. Neeson. What am I doing? Walking you in. I find out you get kidnapped. All right, I'm going to kidnap. I'm going, what? I, first I see, and I go into the hotel. Why? Why? <laughs> What, what am I doing then Nothing if I've been yet. kidnapped you'll, you'll find out you've been yep, kidnapped already. you've already been kidnapped you keep right, your mouth shut go to the hotel soz darling good morning Jones good good day sir welcome to the Belvedere is a, anything I'm troubling you today I'm sir I'm a fucking woman oh, I'm so sorry ma'am you you're most beautiful but in this light uh, there's just an, it was just the light I could see now thank you're you, the Jones. most beautiful woman I've ever seen <laughs> thank welcome you, ma'am good morning then uh, thank a, you oh I'm shit I'm just going upstairs Jones fuck I'm gonna get fired. Right upstairs I go. Do, 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 do. Open my door. Dad, dad, dad. Oh my god, what's this? There's a note. Let me try and ring him. Dad, where are you? Is uh, Dunning? Are you right? Dad, where are you? What's happened to you? I've got a specific set of pills, and uh, <laughs> I've killed a black guy. Are you okay, Dad? You sound delirious. You've been hit, drinking again. He hit, uh, hit one of your mum's friends. You've been kidnapped, Dad. I don't know where Just I am. Just stay where you are, Dad. Pilsner. Do not panic. Have I you got am. any numbers for anyone else I can ring and threaten them? Uh, you've called me on this number. Uh, let me pass you over to the t- terrorismos. Okay. Hello? Hello. Is this Taken family? Yes, this am is... Am I speaking to Liam's daughter? Or the daughter? Yes, you are. I have the wife here. I'm doing sexy things to my her. Wife? Speak. It's my father. My penis. What? My oh, dad. Sorry. My well, granddad. Oh, sorry. My I dad. He's got a very sexy mouth. I have my penis in his mouth. Ma- his mouth as we speak. Please don't go down that road. Um, I'll take my penis out of his mouth just so he can talk. For, bah, 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 bah. for proof of life. He, he was talking. Please uh, don't go down that road. Oh, okay. Uh, right. I just want to tell you something. Yeah. I'm going to phone the police and they're going to find out where you are oh. and they're going to try and get you, okay? Oh, please do not call the police. I am only a small operation. Uh, you haven't traced this call. So, hey, it's only me and my friend. Would you Pablo. let him go? Uh, yeah, yes. Just don't mention the police. Thank you very much. Okay. Put him back, Goodbye, on, the, Mr. Put him back on the phone. I'm so sorry about Willie and Mouth. Dad. Dad. He's letting you go. I've got an erratic set of nails. Dad, he's letting you go. I, I, I love end, it. He's still going crazy. I may as well put penis back in mouth. Yeah, let's just stop with the... Yeah, you suck that good, Liam. Yeah, you like that. <laughs> you don't yeah, actually have to put your... A bit at the end. You don't actually have to put your... A little bit beggy. Oh, sorry, Johnny. I thought you were... You don't have to put your penis in Johnny's mouth. Sorry, yeah. mate. <laughs> yeah. Can I have my teeth back, please? 
<laughs> Took Johnny's teeth out, especially no, the, for that. The, the one on the right is my favourite. So, uh, how how good are you? Let's, let's do the final thing. Hey, he was all right, actually. He was, he was all right. After all that, but so a little bit aggressive. He was amazing. The final big thing we're going to do this week before we go to the brown bear is uh, I'm going to ask you all for a sound effect. And uh, I want to see how good you are at sound effects. Now, I'll, do, I'll go first. I want you to do the sound effect to someone who's just fallen off a multi-story car park. So I'll go first. I'll oh! Actually... <laughs> or right. a sex noise. You'll go, Greg. Okay. Oh, you actually did the fall as well. And I the sound, and the sound the of the, oh, oh yeah, the body hitting the floor, kissing the concrete. Ah! And Johnny, I thought, are you taking a bit? I've actually seen it in real life for the multi-story car park. Well, then you'll be able to you should know the sound. Then, Come on, yeah, here right. comes a good one. Come on, Go then, on then, you mug. Go on in. <laughs> Johnny, eh? uh, classic Johnny. Oh, no, no, but seriously, Johnny, do the Johnny's sound. never killed anyone. No, we didn't kill anyone. We did uh, off the Mighty Story car park. Um, no, you remember those massive balloons? Oh, yawn. Those massive balloons you could get. <laughs> Half in the water, drop them. But then they go, ah! <laughs> no, I don't get it. No, I've never seen Let's it. Let's go to the brown bear. Good evening, everyone, Joe. Welcome to the Brown Bear Comedy Club. Lovely you could be here tonight with us. Uh, we are in Colchester at the Bird and the Hand. So it's a lovely little venue, lovely little pub, the Bird and the Hand. We've got a few people in tonight. A uh, little crowd of 20 of us. Everyone's got their beers in. Everyone's got their drinks in. Sorry about the price to the beers, ladies and gentlemen. Five pound a pint. But as you can see, everything's gone up nowadays. But it's worth it because you're going to get a lot of comedy tonight. We've got Eight pound London. Yeah, it is eight pound London. Thank you, sir. We've got three cracking acts. I'm not going to stay too long. I'm not going to do any comedy myself. I'm just going to introduce the act, sit down, watch them, and then get up and do the next one. You know, you know how it goes. In the case you've never been in, you ever, you ever been to a Nando's before? That's what they say, isn't it? When yeah. you go in, so you ever been to a comedy night before? That's how it works. So, ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together and give a lovely warm welcome to our first act, uh, Bradley Hoggington. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Bradley Hoggington. Yes, Hoggy, I love Hoggy. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name's Hoggy. Bradley Hoggington. They call me Hoggy. So, uh, <laughs> I just called you that. My wife, yeah, yeah, nice. And you seen me before, mate? Yeah. So my wife's just had a kid. Uh, we've just had a little one. We've had a little kid of our own. And, uh, oh, bloody hell. They're a nightmare, aren't they? Keep us up all night with his crying and that. I've got kids too. So you're all right, mate. <laughs> all right, mate. Keep it down a bit, please, mate. So me and I've had a kid. And the one thing that annoys me is, I don't know about you, but other parents at the school gates. Oh, no, you can be, you, you go, go and pick your kid up. Sorry. And they're all like chatting around, all like talking to each other. And there's always this one mum, isn't there? There's always this one mum who you, you just really want to fuck. <laughs> and like, yeah. gentlemen, you get that. But you're married, you can't do it. But anyway, sorry about that, gentlemen. So, uh, my wife's in the audience, sorry about love. Sorry about love. Um, anyway, right, so uh, I'll see we've got a lot of couples in tonight. Uh, anyone, uh, any couple? Well, have we got couples in tonight? I don't know, I can't tell. So, are you yeah. uh, with I'm anyone? A couple. I can't wait for uh, the Chris and Rose Ramsey show next week with celebrity couples. Well, the Chris, oh, fuck off. Good night. Sorry, hello, Joe. We just stormed off there. That guy mentioned Chris and Royal Ransley and uh, Bradley stormed off the stage. I don't know what's wrong with, with Bradley's, but stop there. Just dropped his mic and stormed off. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, let's bring up our next act tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Please put your hands together. Uh, lovely young man. He does loads of beat poetry. He's uh, new to the scene. He, he, he's brought, he was brought up as a child, but now he's here, ladies and gentlemen, for you. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together with Johnny Ribena. Hey, thank you very much. Hey, how you doing? Where, where are we? Colchester? We're in Colchester. Yeah, boy. Yep, yeah. All right. This poem is called Arnold Schwarzenegger Films That Could Have Been. 
Conan the Librarian alphabetized his exploits. Onan the Barbarian violently interrupted other people's playing quoits. Oh, let's do that again, right. This poem... No second chances. <laughs> my hobbies include unfollowing models uh, on Instagram when they post pictures of their boyfriends. Why do they do that? Right, this poem, this next poem is called All Day English. I think the northern accent gives him power. I think it gives him reading power. Try it in the northern accent, just out of interest. I think, I think you're all right in the northern accent. All right, let's go ahead. This poem is called Arnold Schwarzenegger Films That Could Have Been. Not Col- Tommy Hooter, just northern. I don't know how far north I can go. Conan the Librarian alphabetized his exploits. Onan the Barbarian violently interrupted others playing coits. This poem is called All Day English. Every expat pub in Spain has Mr. Bean on the screen, as seen in Torremolinos, if you know what I mean. Oh, Chirizio! Oh, tough crowd. <laughs> Everything you've ever been told was just words. I tried this poem last week and failed. Poems, poems are like horses. You must get back on them, and if you fail or fall... It's the wife... Oh, shit. Right, this poem's called The Wife's Asleep. I might chance a wank. No, it's fine. (laughs) This poem's called The Wife's Asleep. I might chance a wank. As I'm adoring the rhythmical sound of her snoring, the thought that I could get an oar in, a few strokes for a length in the deep end could be good for me, and a self-serving pouring could save her from being awoken from an unsolicited mauling. The Wife's Asleep. I might chance a wank. This poem is called Pocket Rocket. He's got a pocket rocket and he stuck it in the socket. The atmosphere was electric. It smelled like burnt hair. (laughs) When you get as many poetry gigs as I do, you'll have a lot of time on your hands to write poetry. This poem is called Fuck All. Do you know what I like about you? This poem is called Beatles fans blame her. Should John have fucked Yoko? All together now? No. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! This poem is called "You Don't Look Spanish." It's from the heart. A woman in a southern water treatment plant told me I don't look Spanish. She wanted to be a police officer. Maybe I should have brought castanets. This poem is called "You Couldn't Make It Up." Yes, you could. This next poem is called "The Shortest Poem." They say the shortest poem is an ode to a goldfish. Oh, wet pet. How short could you get? Well, what about an ode to something you forget? It would probably be called just O. This next poem is called Most People Are Thick as Shit. I wrote all these last Sunday after you said I was good, by the way. (laughs) This poem is called Most People Are Thick as Shit. How thick... Are most people, when you look at it, how do you measure the where with all and the wit? If there is a scientific inclusion available, how would you come to it? Is the earth flat? Maybe just a bit. When they say most people, what percentage do you think most is? What is a poem when you come to think of it? Fucking hell. Most people thick as shit. Uh, I think this next poem's called, I think this poem is broken. <laughs> Morning is broken, like the first morning. The extended warranty ran out. Morning is broken, like the first morning. Our relationship was in doubt. Morning is broken, like the first morning. You broke my heart. 
Morning is broken, like the first morning. I'm in mourning for the very start. This next poem is called Leveling Up Britain. Leveling Up Britain. Look how far gra we have come. Leveling Up Britain now means your mum can hunt foxes wearing imported, imported fur. Well, probably not your mum, but maybe someone's. And isn't that what levelling Britain up is all about and has become? Someone is better off, just not you. Were you? I, I did promise I wouldn't do um, uh, political. Right, this next poem, this last poem, this last poem is called Amber Heard. Yeah! Lines of turd. Oh, for fuck's sake. Amber Heard, overheard, wombling free. The troubles of Amber Heard are available free, making good use of the things that she finds. Things that everyday folks leave behind. I know, I realise I've stolen this poem to get sympathy. It was probably because of this next bit and my acute PTSD. We're so incredibly, utterly devious, making the most of everything, even bottles and tins. Pick up pieces and make them into something new. Is this what we do? Even the fucking Wombles knew. Um, I've never had sex with a black girl with pink nipples. <laughs> Thank you very much. Good night. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Whoa, a lot of poems there. Uh, whoever the fuck told him he was good. So, ladies and gentlemen, please... Uh, now, ladies and gentlemen, please relax, because here's your next act. Now, this guy's been on Live at the Apollo. Uh, you may have seen him before. He's a cracking act. So, ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Chris Clogged Up. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Chris Clogged Up. Bang, bang. Woo. Hey, guys. Uh, my name's Chris uh, Clogged Up. <laughs> Obviously, know where the voice comes from. Why my name is the one it is, because I'm kind of clogged up with comedy. Obviously. <laughs> so, uh, I've, got, <laughs> I've got a lot of stuff. I mean, do you want to know how I got all clogged up? Um, I had cystic fibrosis when I was a kid, and I, every time I breathed, it all went up to the back of my sinuses, and then it lodged into this thing which they can't actually remove now. Uh, so it's yeah, it's just become part of my voice. <laughs> so I decided to call myself Chris Clogged Up. Um, I've got some bits about religion, but I don't think I need to tell you this week. I've been Chris Clogged Up. Good night. Thank you very much, Shane. That was Chris Clogged Up. I really do hope he actually did have fisted by bro sisters. Not a very good thing to use for comedy if it's not true. But ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed coming to the Brownwell Comedy Club this week. Please put your hands together. We'll be back again next week. Hopefully, with lots of money. Oh my God, I'm going so fast. Good night. Yeah. Thank-, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for listening for this week's podcast. This was the Iron Matinee Boys with one three three. We'll be back next. Week with another cracking show. That's goodbye from me, Ben. And it's goodbye from me. Au revoir, I've been Gregoire. Adios, gringos. It's me, Johnny. And that's goodbye from me, Chris Ramsey. <laughs> and me, and me, Lothie. <laughs> Toodaloo. Uh-